So guys, welcome back on TechCast, our news podcast on Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Let's start with DJIT Daily. Okay, sure. So the first news up front is the Snapdragon uh, 768G. So it's like mid-range G. So this SLC is a overclocked version of the 765G, which is a overclocked version of the 765. So it's basically overclocked overclocked so this is like the a55 to a55 plus upgrade from last year but this adds some new features too so this supports Bluetooth 5.2 with LE audio and the new LC3 codec so oh so the first foot device with the 768G will be the new Xiaomi Redmi 5G K30 Racing Edition in China. So this is 5G. So 5G will be enabled in this chip. So that's interesting. This is more for prime upper mid-range phones which might be good enough for gaming and in a more affordable package okay so the iphone 12 could follow android's lead and have a uh, 120 hertz screen so i i actually really like high refresh rate screens because they just feel like butter smooth and if iPhones have a 120 hertz screen it would be really cool so the phones that I actually used that has a butter smooth screen in my opinion like 120 hertz will be the S20 and the S20 series only and I've only actually used it in store I, I didn't buy it uh, for the record I am dailying the uh, Galaxy A50 it's a it's a great form it's a great phone after all so uh, if, if you guys don't know the iPhone S iPhone X display is actually showing the uh, is, is actually showing a 60 hertz screen but underneath the the touch response response is actually 90 hertz or 120 hertz I have to check on that so yeah so the devices of Samsung OnePlus and Xiaomi they all feature high refresh rate phones so I I prefer a 90 Hertz cuz they're like in the middle you don't have uh, high battery wastage and you have a smooth screen so it's like in the middle I like it in the middle but Apple engineers refused they just refused it that nothing against 90 Hertz 
I hope it will have a good battery life, of course. Uh, this article was from Android Authority. Next. So, the five things we want to see from the Google Pixel 5. So, in case you don't know, the Pixel 5 is actually the high-end phones that Google is pushing towards the consumers. So, there's the A series. Not exactly series, but a lineup, I guess. So, the 3A and upcoming 4A, we'll talk about that later. So, the Pixel 5 is basically like a higher end version of it. So, let's see. I, I hope it's gonna be really good. I hope it has a 128 standard. Like my phone, the A50, the Samsung A50. It has a 128 gigabyte standard. Of course, you gotta have that. Just just do it, okay? Eight, 46 isn't enough. I disagree on that. So I've used a phone that has 16 gigs of memory. Um, that's the um, Samsung Galaxy J7. I don't think it's that bad. Okay, I just I just got it here. I flash Lineage OS on it. It's just it's pretty smooth. It, I have no issues with uh, 16 gigs. But um, right on the phone, let me check my usage right now. I actually just use whatever I want. I just I don't, I don't really care about storage. I just let it sit there until it notifi notifies me about stuff so I got 84.7 available so that's that's I think I just used a little I just used 40 43.3 but if, if it's if I don't if I only have 46 80 uh, 64 gigs I might just be panicking right now okay so battery better battery life so a bigger battery yeah, of course, I like to see a big battery, but I, I, I also hope that they'll get software that matches its big battery. So, by what that I mean, I mean that phone software should be um, customized and the features should be tuned in order to fit its battery life to enhance it to, to its best. So the A50 not really good at it. It's it's draining pretty fast. I just turned it on uh, I don't know uh, four four three hours ago and it already drained eleven percent of power. That may seem just fine but not really good. I never I actually not using it. I just unlocked it a few times, probably five and did some Instagram or just nothing. I didn't even watch face uh I didn't even watch YouTube or something. Just social media. It's just not that fast. So motion sense. It's a feature. I like it, but uh yeah, it's just make it better Google please processor so Android authority is hoping that the chipset are 5g enabled I'm not actually really caring that I don't 
really care. Uh, 5G, I live in Taiwan, it's, it's not really, it's not really an everyone thing. Just 4G, it's, I use 4G, it's not that slow, it's fine. Okay, so that's from Android Authority. Uh, we're now moving on to The Verge. Let's see. Oh, the HP Elite Dragonfly 2020. So. I actually just came around looking at the device's ad just a couple of days ago and I figured that I really really like this device it looks really premium to me so oh HP put its best ideas in a laptop that a few can afford so that's from The Verge I highly agree with that this is so expensive nobody can afford it so this is the business laptop from HP it looks wonderful um, the base configuration cost around 1500 US that's really really expensive in my opinion so um, it's it costs uh, 1572.84, the absolute bare minimum. So it's equipped with FreeDOS 3.0 instead of Windows. If you want Windows, you have to add 141 dollars. That's I guess that's too much for you. So it has an i3 8145U, 8 gigs of RAM, and just regular graphics, UHD graphics. It's so there's the default configuration that costs 1961.80. It's really expensive. So it's too expensive. And then there's the default configuration plus tile, whatever that is. I'll search that out. Uh, it costs a little bit more. That comes in at 1978.80. So still really really expensive really really premium laptop so it's just I think it's too expensive like it's really nice the whole look the whole feel the whole everything the whole package is awesome like it's elite it looks premium it is premium it feels premium everything is premium the price is premium so, um, not exactly a wonderful laptop. It's just, it's too expensive. It's a wonderful laptop. I'm saying that. So, that's from The Verge. Uh, now we're at 9to5Google. So, Google 3D Animals and Objects. Which ones are available and how to use them? So, I just found out of this. Um, just recently and it's it's really cool so I just I, I summoned a tiger into my bedroom it's just it's really spectacular I just I feel it's real it's not real you can see it's cartoony but it's really cool so that's from 95 Google next the iPhone SE so Required for a truly competitive mid-range Android phone. 
So they're basically telling you, uh, this is from 9to5Google again, this is basically telling you how good the iPhone SE actually is. So from the last podcast, you can actually see I actually don't really like the iPhone SE. I prefer the 51 above it, but uh, I prefer Android phones. So if you like iOS phones, this is your best pick, even though it has a small phone and huge bezels. The screen is, I, I can't talk about the screen. The screen is just too small for me. I can't really use it. It's not like I have bad eyesight or something. I just I don't like it. It feels weird to use a small screen phone. Basically, that's it. And nothing against iOS. I just like Android more. I like its customization. I like everything that comes with it. I I quoting Elon Musk. I like its notifications. I love how it handles it's notifications there Elon Musk and next night if I have Google again Google Pixel Buds review so good we can forget the originals even existed so the Pixel Buds they look great they feel great they feel premium that's what I said about the dragonfly but the price it's actually okay on this thing too so it's not that bad okay it's it comes in at 149 if i remember or 179 i kind of forget i'm sorry i'll uh, I'll, I'll check it right now so, sorry um it comes in at 179 so the pixel buds charging case is awesome that's what they said I think they look awesome. So it's it's in this round form factor that makes you feel it's makes you feel good holding it. It's rounded so it's more ergonomic even though you're not holding it always holding it. The sound quality is good but not amazing. According to them, I don't have it. Outside noise get in for the good or for the bad. I think it's for the good, cause uh, I, I'm I'm always telling myself you should be able to listen to the outside world while you're hearing on headphones. So noise cancellation is not really an option for me. I like having noise cancellation like sitting in my house or something but I'm walking around I just think that's dangerous Google Assistant they say it's seamless so yeah I believe it's seamless um, adapted sound so it's hard to test in quarantine so, sorry for them Sorry for you. Battery life, five hours is either going to fine, to be fine, or not enough. So it depends on what you need five, for five hours. It's fine for me. For me. Just for me. Okay? It's fine for me. That's it. So, um, let's see. 
best laptop for college, Avaldale and Microsoft and more compared from CNET. So this will be our last news today. Um, they say it's the best MacBook, the Apple MacBook Air. I totally agree with that. It it's it's awesome. They just Apple just fixed all its bad things about it, except for macOS, of course. Uh, nothing against macOS, but uh, Windows gives more customization for it. Yeah. So, of course, yeah, best MacBook, MacBook Air. Got it. So, yeah, so the MacBook Air's got a 10th gen CPU, and I think that's really a big upgrade. It, it, it gets better graphics and everything. Best all-purpose Windows laptop for students, Dell XPS 13. I also agree with that. I like the type of form factor that the XPS gives you. It feels premium, and there's the carbon fiber, which just feels awesome. So the best Windows 2-in-1 for students, Microsoft Surface Pro 7. I don't agree with that. I don't like the Surface Pro. Uh, if by two in one you mean tablet and laptop, obviously go for it. I'm I am not into two in ones, but with those flippy kind of uh, form factor like the Dell XPS two in one, I like it. Yeah, I like the two in ones that flipped around, but I do not. I say it again. I do not like the ones that detach because it's a tablet just by like I don't know iPad or something and hook up magic keyboard I know that's expensive but expensive but um, best entry level gaming lab for for students Dell G5 15 I don't really know I'm not into gaming laptops I'm into ultrabooks so mm, Okay, best Chromebook for students, the Lenovo Yoga Chromebook C740. I still don't know, not into the zone of Chromebooks. Mm -mm. Okay, so I, 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 I hope that these laptops can edit some things, probably edit, small edit for school work only for sometimes, sometimes the school asks you to do some light editing work just yeah it's fine so I uh, probably the best laptop on the list right now uh, on this list is the Dell XPS 13 because of the small form factor if you want to do like small editing he, it's got it so carbon fiber it feels premium the whole package feels premium and it's small so I'm into ultrabooks. I've said uh, I am. I I I I use the Asus UX430 UNR every day with the i7 uh, CPU and the MX150. I can do some minor editing on that thing, but not anything too intensive. So that's it, guys. Um, thanks for tuning in to TechCast and we'll see you again on Wednesday.